Keller in Melbourne, Australia, and this is part five of Twitter Tips for Tourism, a podcast designed to help you promote your tourism brand. We're having so much fun with this, and we're also noticing that a lot of people outside of the tourism arena are benefiting as well. So we're going to broaden this out over time. This is part five. We're going to start bringing in some non-tourism examples because we've had people that have listened to our show that are not in the tourism space that have benefited as well. So uh, we're going to talk today about Twitter tools, specifically the desk top experience, a PC and a Mac, for those who sit at an office desk and do the tweeting and the social media management. Next week, we're going to talk about apps, which is a totally different experience from your iPhone or your Android or your uh, tablet. That's a totally different experience and a totally different range of uh, tools. But uh, I'm going to introduce again my wonderful co-host, Tracy Gaynor, Gadget Girl, Ask Gadget Girl. She's had 500 new followers in the last 10 days since our last podcast. She's now got over 3,500 followers and she's running robust experiments all the time on new accounts. So we're going to talk about a couple of new accounts we've set up, how she's getting so many followers so fast and how all of this is working. It's working in the real world. So welcome again, Tracy. Tell me all that's happened since we chatted last. Hi, Keith. Uh, the time has flown by, hasn't it, really? I mean, you're right. In, in 10 days, 500 followers. It, it's just been phenomenal, really. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, let's go for an experiment this time and, and uh, chat to Keith next time. And here we are. And I get to say to you that I've, I started a couple more accounts. And out of those couple of accounts, both of them are sitting over 100 to one, 130 to 150 followers and just within a week days. within a week or so yes yeah and real people not spam yeah because one of the things that i love about the podcast series we're doing and everything that comes after this because we've already been chatting about the fact that this might turn into a, a facebook live show which is a very f funky thing that's happening at the moment we're going to start doing a weekly show about this facebook living and maybe even periscoping if they if they agree to do the split screen but we're now starting to find that as we do these robust experiments, we're getting real data that we can share with people that can play the games we're playing. And when we say games, we're actually chatting with real people. We're, we're meeting real potential clients. We're having real conversations. We're, we're having a massive amount of guest bloggers turn up on your site, um, a lot of more traffic to our site. We're getting opt-ins to our newsletter. People are reading our eBooks. They're downloading our podcasts. Real events are happening as a result of these games we're playing because we're trying to make it fun. That's the biggest thing about social media. It's a bit of a headache for most people. So we're making it fun. So tell me, what have you been doing this week and what are your favourite Twitter tools? One of the things that I have been really trying to work at is one of the new accounts. And the new accounts is at ScriptNZ, which is a business. So we take your podcast or this podcast, for example, and we can turn it into a transcript and turn it into a blog post. Now, when we started it, it was kind of like, okay, so who are we targeting? Who are we going to, who do we want to talk to? Um, is it going to be different to ask Gadget Girl? Is it going to be the same followers? Mm. What is it that's going to be different? And I have noticed in, in these past 10 days, just how much variation there are in the followers. 
what what resonates with some person or with with me for example might not resonate with somebody else mm. and so that's been really really interesting the ones that i use the most on on the desktop uh for example i have a windows laptop and i also have a, a mini mac or a mac uh, which is a desktop i use tweet deck a lot okay i really tweet use deck. tweet deck. yes yep. i use tweet deck a lot and that's free and I also use just the generic twitter.com. So those two, and I also use Crowdfire that way as well. Do you use Hootsuite? Yes, uh, I can't really use it on the, I don't really uh, get into using it on the desktop. Uh, do you use it on the desktop a lot? I, I use Buffer, we'll talk about Buffer in a minute, but uh, people are still using TweetDeck. Tell me why you love it and what, why it's really super useful for you. I find TweetDeck is really amazing for me because I can just go, okay, I, I like to actually visually see that I can put in not just the link, I can put in pretty much the same things as Hootsuite, et cetera. Is. But it just, it makes it easier because I've got, you know, I've got a couple of accounts. So I want to go, okay, this link that Keith has just shared that I can retweet will work well with this account, but it's not going to work very well with that mm -hmm. other one, or it will work very well. And so I want to put them all together. I like doing that, but I also really love the idea of seeing side by side that I can talk to the different people, but I can see it. It's in columns. It's a wonderful dashboard because I can go, okay, here's Ask Gadget Girl and here's Script NZ. And then I can say, okay, Keith is talking to me on Ask Gadget Girl and someone else from a different industry is talking to me, but they're talking to me under Genesis Script, so, you know, or under Script NZ, so I can use it that way too. Yeah, so TweetDeck and Hootsuite are very similar. They're both dashboards. They have that lovely function where you can actually have multiple accounts sort of side by side. What I'm really interested in there is that you're trying robust experiments on new accounts, and we were chatting before that it's actually recommended by quite a lot of social media pros to have several Twitter accounts, and you're now seeing the reason why, because you're meeting a slightly different need, aren't you? Yes, yes, I certainly am, and I'm really interested about how different or how varied the, the followers are on each of the accounts. I thought, you know, that perhaps they'd be the same on, on both, but they really, really aren't. Mm. You're managing about six, I'm managing about four. And it's really interesting that, as you said, there might be something that you think, well, actually this particular link, this particular article, given that we're always looking for articles to share, this particular article might re work really well for script NZ. You know what, I don't think my Ask Gadget Girl tribe will like that. So you've got this discernment around, okay, I've got six accounts I can choose from. Sometimes it goes to all of them, but often it goes to specific niches. That's very, very interesting if you've got several ideas on the go at, all, at once. You know, we often do. What I really like about it is the fact that with the dashboards, you can not only decide which accounts, but it doesn't have to be just Twitter. So I have my Twitter accounts, I have my Facebook accounts that I look after, I have Instagram, you know, whatever, whichever social media ones that you choose, you don't have to just constantly be logging out of this, logging back in, yeah. you can all have it and, and just manage it. Can you actually use other social media sites on TweetDeck now? I thought it was a Twitter only product. I use that one, but for Hootsuite, I use... I use that one for my Facebook and for my Instagram yeah. as well. So yeah, it's time with managed. It's time yeah, managed. It's, and I remember if we, if we do the throwback or if we think back 
to maybe our first or second podcast, one of the questions uh, that you that you said there was, um, and we were talking about it, was time management. And, and you said, you know, just devote 20 to 30 minutes. Now, I need to say, <laughs> specifically, it still only takes 20 to 30 minutes. The reason why it might take me a bit longer is because I'm reading other articles or I'm finding other things or... Going down the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like Alice in Wonderland, and I'm never going to find my way out. And yeah. so, so one of the things is, is is that just because I might have multiple accounts, Keith has multiple accounts, it still is only that twenty to thirty minutes. Yeah, let me just decode on what I do because I use a site called Buffer. Now, the reason I like Buffer, B U W F E R, is because it's simple. I'm not a techie. I'm a people person who uses technology to get my message out. Buffer makes things super simple. I personally don't like Hootsuite. I know lots of people do, and it is a very robust system, H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E.com. Very robust system. Probably the most popular in the world at the moment. Very inexpensive, lovely dashboard, does lots of different stuff. I just personally don't like it. You use TweetDeck for that. But the reason I love Buffer is that it makes it really super simple for me to share stuff super fast. And I have all my accounts side by side and I then discern, okay, well, I think this particular post won't suit that audience, so I won't, I won't send it there. But this one actually might suit all four, so I'll send it out. And I've got them staggered. Buffer has this really, really cool function where it automatically calculates the best time to tweet for you and automatically syncs it up. Buffer has been very, very, very clever in, in the scheduling space of actually doing auto-scheduling. So it works out the best time to tweet. It automatically does it. You don't have to type in 10.04 Saturday morning a.m. You know, it just automatically knows that if you tweet every day at 8 a.m., it is going to go better than if you tweet at 10 a.m. So we'll do that for you. So I've, I've got hundreds of tweets just sitting there going at three and four and five times a day, ticking over. Because I've got to sleep. This is the biggest thing about social media. I'm a real person. I do sleep. I do eat. So by having a, a schedule whereby which you send out lots of great stuff throughout the day, you're still keeping your followers, your tribe, up to date without hitting them over the head. And because you and I both subscribe to the 10 to 1 rule, which means we share all the time, only one of those tweets is about us. We're constantly scouring the planet for really cool articles. And you've got to scatter them out throughout the day just so that everyone can get them. Like a lot of my followers are in Europe, and when they're waking up, I'm making dinner. And a lot of my followers are in America, and when they're awake, I'm in bed. So I would never be able to chat to everyone if I didn't manage it. So I personally use Buffer. Hootsuite is actually another site that's very, very good for that. Just time management and scheduling. Before I move on to other sites, do you want to just wrap up your thoughts on the idea of scheduling and why that's important? I think that the scheduling is vitally important if you want to be able to, to use social media because it is a 24-hour thing. Just because we are asleep in, in New Zealand, Australia, you know, wherever you are, doesn't mean that the other side of the world is like you just said you know you're going to make dinner but someone else is just waking up somewhere else in the world it's vitally important it really is important to schedule do not think that you have to just use okay well 
Tracy recommended Tweet Deck or something else. Find the one that you, that you like the most, learn about it and use it, and you'll be away laughing. Mm. We've given you three choices, Tweet Deck, Buffer, and Hootsuite. I'll have some show notes and possibly a graphic in the blog post version of this. But the other thing I wanted to mention is I've personally been having enormous success with a lovely site that I found recently called Tweeps Map, which is based in Toronto. And let me just uh, offer full disclosure here. I'm so excited by this app. And they're so excited by the fact that I'm so excited that they've actually given me the pro version to try out. So I've got, I've got the fully optioned version. So a lot of what I'm talking about is in the paid for model. But they do have quite a robust free model, what we call freemium. And this is the model of the world I like. You can try it for free. And if you really like it, then you can have all the goodies. You can have all the upscale goodies. And a lot of what I'm going to talk about today probably isn't the pro version. I haven't worked out where the line is. But what I know you can do for free is you can go onto tweepsmap.com and you can measure where your followers are. Exactly the discussion we've just had. I live in Melbourne, Australia. Less than 4% of my followers live in my town. 4%. I have 3,000 followers in the UK. I have 23,000 followers in the US. So Tweep's map, the very, very free version, the basic free version, will give you a list of all the people that have followed you and where they live, the towns they live, not their addresses and emails and phone numbers. So that's handy to know. If I know that 13% of my followers live in LA, then there's no use tweeting for Perth. She's in a totally different time zone, or Adelaide, or Darwin, or Brisbane. And if I know that only 4% of my followers live in Melbourne, I've got to be very careful that 96% of my followers don't live where I live, and I've got to help them as much as I can, even if that means scheduling when I'm asleep. That site, or that version of that site, is free. And what I also love, I can't believe this, this is probably the coolest thing that any site has ever offered, I get an email every day from them that tells me how many new followers I've had and the most popular city from that group. And it also tells me the actual list of people that have unfollowed me that day and where they live. So, for instance, it might be Chicago was your most popular city, but unfortunately, you're not very popular in Buenos Aires. Okay. So that's an email that I get every day. Again, this idea of keeping up to date with what's going on in the world. Again, it's discernment. But this is the thing. I'm going to spend a bit of time on this because this is just amazing. We often mention the idea of Twitter 30-30 and Twitter 60-60. Follow 60 people a day for 60 days. And the question, of course, is, well, how do you find these people? One of the things I recommend is lists creating lists and finding other people's lists. So what Tweep's map does is of those 43,000 followers that I have, how many of them live in Melbourne? How many of those live in London? How many of those live in Buenos Aires? <laughs> but the point is, and this is the thing that's exciting, not only will they tell you what it is, they'll allow you to click the right mouse button and create a list about that. And it takes about a minute. Oh, it's so quick. You just, you actually go, okay, how many of my followers live in Detroit? Okay, 785. Good. 
right mouse click, create a list, Detroit. It superimposes those 785 people into that list. And then you can communicate directly with them when you get there. Unbelievable. So instead of having 43,000 lovely followers in a very big stream of noise, I've got 785 people in a town where I'm going. And some that, of them might come. That's incredible. Isn't that good? That's awesome. So I guess one of the things that the listeners might be wondering is, do you get to actually direct message those 875 now, people? This is a very interesting point because up until now, that has been a, a prohibited process. You can't, up until now, it's never been possible to do that. And Tweeps Map has now invented a system where you can actually direct message your lists. Many people yep. have asked me about this. Many, 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 many people. That's the example I want to use. Now, I'm very confident this is in the pro package. I think so. <laughs> simply based on how many followers you have. So I think up to 6,000 people, it's maybe 4.95 a month. And then it goes up the line. It goes up the line based on your follower count. And 43,000 followers, might, I'd, I'd be up for a pretty hefty monthly fee, but they're, they're great and they're graciously allowing me to have that while I'm trying it. And I'm going in, I'm trying all these really unique, unique functions. And you can see why that you would use tools. Imagine if you were doing a speaking gig in Vancouver and you knew that you've got 800 people in Vancouver following you already, that, and some of those will come because they're following you already. So it's a very simple step to say, I'll just simply send them a message to say, hey, guess what, two weeks' time, I'm coming to Vancouver, do you want to have a coffee? If you're, in, if you're in down there at the such and such plaza, I'm speaking at three o'clock, use this link and get a discounted ticket. So suddenly you've got this enormous potential to take this innocuous list of 300 million people on the internet, on Twitter, and bring it down to a real person living in a real town at, at a place where you're going. So for instance, I have an Auckland list, which you're on. Yes. And you, you can, and this is what I'm saying. You can now access my list to, to then follow all of the people that follow me in Auckland. Now, the, my gut feeling is if you follow all of the people on my list, they'll follow you because we do similar things. It's not spam. It's a direct relationship. You follow the followers that I have. They've gone to the trouble of following me. There's a very high likelihood you're going to get those people following you and they live in your town. You can have a coffee, you can have a JV, you can go and do an event, you can go to the pictures. So suddenly we're talking about Twitter being this thing that we can use in everyday life. It's very exciting. <laughs>